0: The Gospel reading for this morning comes from Mark's Gospel beginning in the 10th chapter at the 46th verse. Mark wrote these things. They spent some time in Jericho, and as Jesus was leaving town, trailed by his disciples in a parade of people, a blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting alongside the road. And when he heard that Jesus the Nazarene was passing by, he began to cry out, Son of David, Jesus, have mercy on me. And many tried to hush him up, but he yelled all the louder, Son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped in his tracks, call him over. So they called him, it's your lucky day, get up. He's calling you to come. And throwing off his coat, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. And Jesus said, what can I do for you? And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. On your way, said Jesus, your faith has saved you and healed you. And in that very instant, he recovered his sight and followed Jesus down the road. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me? Oh God, it's easy to pray when the sun shines and when we are grateful for another glorious day of being. It is hard to pray sometimes when wind and rain and thunder plague our every step and spoil our every plan God of order and neatness we give thanks for all that is good God of chaos and disorder be with us when life is messy open our ears our hearts and our minds to your word for us this day Amen We hear a story this morning of a man who was blind. Our story begins in darkness. His name was Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, and he was sitting by the roadside, just outside of Jericho, begging. Indeed, as a blind man, that was likely all that he could do. Without his sight, he, like most blind people of his day, yet even ours somewhat, were cut off from many of the normal transactions of daily life. He couldn't see to work in the fields, planting or harvesting, but he also couldn't see the expressions on the faces of his parents or brothers or sisters or friends or anyone else. He lived in darkness, he was cut off, isolated, and for the most part, he was regarded as a beggar, one who would sit by the side of the road, graciously accept an occasional coin from a passerby, and otherwise keep quiet, stay out of the way. And most folks, most of the time, just walked right on by. But Bartimaeus could hear. And as he sat by the side of the road begging, he was aware that a crowd was approaching. And he heard that Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, was also approaching. And because he could hear, and because of what he cried out, We can assume that Bartimaeus had heard that Jesus was special, that he was a healer, that he had power. And Bartimaeus cried out and loudly so that he could be heard, Son of David, Jesus, mercy, have mercy on me. And many tried to shut him up. Maybe because this was Jericho, where long ago Joshua had fit the battle. But when the people tried to shut him up, he just shouted all the louder. And the walls came a-tumbling down. Jesus stopped in his tracks, call him over. And then those who would have shut him up, they called to him now. Get up, it's your lucky day, he's calling you to come. And throwing off his beggar's cloak, he came to Jesus, and we know how the rest of the story goes. And when Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He replied, Rabbi, I want to see. And Jesus, son of David, Jesus, son of God, had mercy on him and said, on your way, your faith has both saved you and healed you. And immediately Bartimaeus recovered his sight and rather than going to make for himself a home, a new life in this town from which he's come, he follows Jesus down the road. He becomes a follower. You see, this time, when the walls come tumbling down, a lot of people don't die, But one man is restored, not destruction this time, new life. You know, I find it really interesting that blind Bartimaeus truly sees Jesus. And though he had been cast aside by others, he refused to be silenced. And you know, folks, I think this seeing-in-the-dark stuff is something that we all need to work on. Because, you see, I believe that we disciples of Jesus, we still have vision problems. We sometimes like to describe it as the inability to see the forest for the trees, but perhaps our greater worry should be the inherited blindness of each generation. Convinced that there are no lessons left to be learned, no new things to be seen or discovered or to understand. We have only our inheritance to enjoy, traditions to keep, disciplines to blindly follow. We still need restored sight, seeing in the dark. We must learn to recognize Jesus when he's standing right in front of us. So I think the questions for today still seem very relevant to me. Would you, like Bartimaeus, shout for healing even though the people all around you try to shut you up? What would be your cry for healing? Or would you cry for justice or peace or equality? You know, so often these things that we would rail against seem just so hopelessly big or impossible or maybe even so small that we just don't even try. Now, I don't pretend to know the cry that you need to make in your own life. I don't know the persons who need you to come up alongside of. But I do know that at some point, at some time, someone needs to speak the truth. And a part of the truth of this story today is that Bartimaeus was a person in pain whom people walked by every day, who thankfully wasn't afraid to talk about His community was at first reluctant to listen to him, but eventually, when Jesus called, they turned and they helped. I think we have to be willing to speak the truth as we have come to know it. Just a little testimony that this story, I believe, is still with us. For some months now, The borders of Europe have looked like the streets of Jericho. Thousands of desperate children of God, Syrians, Turks, Iraqis and others, are sitting by the roads. They are fleeing situations that they are powerless to change. They become become unable to care for their families. They sit at the gates begging. They are begging for food and shelter. They are begging to come in. They are begging to be allowed to find relatives who have come in advance or begging even to find a place where they can just start all over again. And somewhat removed in America, many who would be president talk of shushing these folks and building walls around Jericho to keep them away from us. Yet I tell you this morning, Jesus still calls to them. He still offers restoration and new life. And we who follow Jesus cannot turn blind eyes and help to shush up needy children. Now, this Sunday begins our Stewardship Campaign. And it seems to me that every time that word stewardship is mentioned, our thoughts go immediately to money and our hands instinctively reach down to try and protect our wallets. Yet, I want to tell you this morning that the greater part of stewardship isn't about money at all. It's all about your heart. And once Jesus gets in there, there is little that you can do in response but to share with others. I believe stewardship is chained to faith. Faith that together we can help to make the world look a little bit more like the Kingdom of God in our lifetime. Faith that this community is important enough to me that I want to see it grow in faith and in number. Not because I care about the number, but that I want more people to know what it is like to live life in a covenant community. I want people to know what it's like to be cared for, to be loved by other people. And, All of this does cost money. And all of this does cost life. And all of this is necessary and irreplaceable. In closing, I just want to draw your attention to the notion that Jesus told Bartimaeus On your way, your faith has saved you and healed you. Please grab hold of or wrestle with the notion this morning that our faith can make us well, both individually and corporately. Our faith can unstop our ears. Our faith can open our eyes. Our faith can embolden us to cry out even when those around us would shush And our faith will help us tumble down the walls of Jericho that others would know new life. I beg you this morning, don't just walk on by. Amen.